0: Here is my reality reflection for today. It is none of your business. When I say those words, some of you might actually feel irritated, insulted. Maybe it brings you back to a time when someone said to you, it's none of your business. My husband and I joke all the time. He'll ask me a question or I'll ask him a question and we'll respond with, it's none of your business. Like get out of my, get out of my business kind of thing and joke around. Of course we would end up answering the question, but God put on my heart that we judge people too much and mostly the ones in our family, the ones that are closest to us, the people that we work with a lot, the people that we see a lot at school, our friends. And today's reading really covers a whole bunch of different areas. But ultimately, stop (laughs) judging others because we hate it when we're judged. We hate it when we judge ourselves. We should all Be focusing on our own lives. I mentioned yesterday, you know, that we're we're out there thinking all these people are thinking about us, talking about us, when in reality, they're thinking about how many people are thinking about them and talking about them. Or they're so self-absorbed in their own lives that they're not thinking about anybody but themselves. So if we would just stop sticking our nose in everybody else's business... And stuck our nose right where it belongs, which is on our face, right above our heart. And started sticking our nose into our heart, looking down. And inwardly building a relationship with God, helping to transform us into the most holy people we could possibly be. Because we need God. So I want to read this. And as you listen, ask the Holy Spirit to open up your heart, open your ears, your mind, your spirit to hear what you need to hear. After I read the whole reading, it was the last verse that got me. But don't wait for the last... <laughs> don't wait for the last verse as I hum along through this. Pay attention to what your body feels, to what your mind feels, if you get a, a twang of guilt. maybe you get a thought or even an action item, which is like a to-do. That is awesome. I mean, that's really the goal of meditation, Christian mental prayer every single day is to find out what God wants you to do. That's the difference between meditation and contemplative prayer. Contemplative Contemplative prayer, on the other hand, is just you sitting and loving God. It could be in front of him in the blessed sacrament, in adoration, or the tabernacle. Excuse me. Pardon moi. Or it could be at home. You're basically loving, thanking, praising Not trying to hear necessarily, sure you may, but mostly just spending your time, (laughs) I think you've heard many saints say, gazing at you while you gaze at me, especially if you're in front of, you know, adoration. I know you can do it online as well. I mean, maybe that is better if you find yourself drifting off and distracted too often when you're like home, excuse me one more time. Ah. <clears throat> Gosh, it's horrible. I can't believe there's no mute on this thing. But then again, it's a free a free podcast thing, so what do you want for that? All right, I digress. Some of you get distracted when you're praying and maybe watching adoration or watching the blessed sacrament. When adoration is being held somewhere else will help you. You know, that's, that's why we keep <clears throat> sacramentals and crosses and statues and books and things to remind us, rosaries, to remind us of God and to remind us of the time that we're spending to bring us back into that relationship with him, into that conversation, into that prayer time. Okay, so I'm gonna get there because it is, I think, pretty spot on. <coughs> Woo. Sorry. <laughs> All right, spot on. here we go. All right.. It's early. It's 6:11 y'all. Okay, Romans 2 verse 1 through 11. You, O man, are without excuse. Every one of you passes judgment. For by the standard by which you judge another, you condemn yourself, since you, the judge, do the very same things. We know that the judgment of God on those who do such things is true. Do you suppose, then, you who judge those who engage in such things and yet do them yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you hold his priceless kindness, forbearance, and patience in low esteem, unaware that the kindness of God would lead you to repentance? By your stubbornness and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself for the day of wrath and revelation of the just judgment of God, who will repay everyone according to his works. Eternal life to those who seek glory, honor, and immortality through perseverance and good works, but wrath and fury to those who selfishly disobey the truth and obey wickedness. Yes, affliction and distress will come upon everyone who does evil, Jew first, then Greek. But there will be glory, honor, and peace for everyone who does good, Jew first, and then Greek. There is no partiality with God. There is no partiality with God. This is basically saying let's look up partiality. It means the quality or state of being partial or biased. A special taste or liking. And when I get to the synonyms, they're not the best, but you'll, you know, I'll read a few. Oops, where'd they go? Okay. I lost them. And I'm not going to keep, oh, here we go. Okay. Bias, favor, non objectivity, one-sidedness, partisanship, prejudice. So basically, it's saying that God doesn't pick a side. You pick the side. It's got nothing to do with God. That's the whole game of free will. Judgment, just judgment, is good. But let's just... (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say just and judgment quite a bit here. Judgment, meaning just judgment, is good. But let's only judge ourselves. Let's not judge others. Why? Because God told us not to. But we would be exercising that beautiful virtue of compassion. It's a virtue that you exercise, but it's also a beautiful fruit gift from the Holy Spirit. And compassion is a little bit different than love, whereas we look at people, and I hate the word pity because I think it's just not used in the right way, but We look at people with pity. We look at people and love them exactly where they're at because guess what? We don't necessarily know what kind of life they've lived, how they were raised. Were they loved? Were they abused? Did they have learning disabilities? Were they sick? Did their family have, you know, alcoholism or drug issues? I mean, there are, think about how many variables people have as they grow up as kids, into their young adults, into, you know, their young, their adulthood, I guess, into middle age, into the old blah, blah, blah. I don't know what, here. <laughs> I don't know the different phases of life, but I, that's compassion, everyone. That's when you start looking at that weirdo in your office that you walk away from all the time differently. That's where you start walking toward him to get to know that other child of God who is the way he is and who has every right to be here as you do, who is unique. And then you get curious, gosh, I wonder what God's going to do with that guy. So back to how do you stop judging other people? You start Put in that nose where it belongs, right on your face and right over your heart and start looking down. Put that nose into your heart. Physically do it. That's where your nose belongs. (laughs) Not in other people's business and not judging them. So that you, as you read that verse, go back, reread it, go back, reread it. God's not messing around. You have your own work to do. Again, going back to the log in your eye and the splinter in your brothers. We probably have a forest in our eyes. Each one of us. And that's where we need to just inwardly go with God and ask and pray and practice virtues, by speaking to him and slowing down, slowing down. It is a fact, fact. I don't know if there's studies on this, but it's a fact because this happens in my own life and this happens in the people that I faith coach. When the moment of temptation Surfaces. And you have that bodily urge and you can't think of anything but doing that. Whatever it is, insert sin here. Stop. Pray. Pray for God's intercession, for God's strength. And don't get up, don't do it. And then let the phrase in your head is it worth my soul? Or is it worth the 20 minutes of pleasure? I mean, let's round the number around. I don't know what it is that you're battling with, might be more than 20 minutes. How am I going to feel afterwards? I mean, if you just stop, pray, pay attention, purposefully live, and then deliver that intensity out of you in the name of Jesus Christ, I bind the spirit of anxiety, of fear, of lust, of temptation, of addiction, of pornography, of harassment, and of obsession. Those two spirits are brutal. If you obsessively think about something, you better cast out that spirit of obsession. If you are feeling like you're being harassed by a spirit, cast out the spirit of harassment. I mean, let's let's actively pay attention and slow down. Use our weapons. Pray for God to intercede, deliver those spirits, and then fill yourself again with the spirit of peace and self-control, purity, temperance. Oh, and then when it's all gone and that feeling of, I got to have it, I got to do it now subsides. The feeling of gratitude and love for God's intercession And for showing you, hey, by golly, that Kendra chick knows what she's talking about. It actually works. Fact. You can win this with God. It's time to actively participate. In the spiritual battle. Because one day could be today. I pray it isn't for all of us. And then a little part of me says, you know, no, God, I mean, anytime you want to take me, I am totally ready. But I digress. Every day. We've got to put on the armor of God. Praise and worship him always and everywhere. And use the power of Jesus in our life. Period. End of discussion. Simple. But why don't we do it? I don't know. Let's stop also judging others. Let's pray for compassion. Compassion and maybe detachment, as we spoke about, because the more that you're detached from what other people think of you, you find that you don't judge them. It's this very interesting, I don't know, yin yang kind of effect. You start looking at people differently you're loving people differently. You know, people say, oh, I see Jesus in that person. And I, I guess I would say that's what fills my heart is maybe what Jesus would see in that person. I don't necessarily see Jesus visibly, right? At least I don't. Other people may. But you basically see, hey, that's my brother and sister in Christ. Yeah, they're different. Embrace. Love that about them. Thank God for the uniqueness of each person. I don't know. Okay, I'm babbling here now. Now we're getting on 20 minutes. These 10-minute podcasts are never 10 minutes. So those new listeners, just a heads up, sometimes I ramble and I just can't get it all in. And I repeat myself. And so I'm going to stop repeating myself and I'm going to summarize it. (laughs) Okay, one more repeat. We're going to summarize it again. Stop judging people by asking God to give you some compassion. You can exercise it by reminding yourself as you're getting irritated at that person that you work with or the person who just cut you off in the highway. Remember, you don't know. Maybe there's someone with a gushing wound in the backseat and they're trying to get to the hospital. Not just trying to make you mad by cutting you off. Okay. I don't even know where I was. Okay. Stop judging people. Ask for detachment. Ask for compassion. And then remember, there is judgment. We have free will. God has given us the reins. But God has also said, I am right here with you. Use me in the battle. So when faced with temptation, because now we're just focusing on our stuff, we're getting our nose out of other people's business, and we're going to point it right down to our heart, and we're going to work on ourselves with God's help. We're going to cast out evil spirits that are tempting us at the moment when we feel we can't beat this, we just got to give in and i'm telling you it's really stinking cool when your i mean when your body is truly almost downright shaking because it wants what it wants so bad that to me that is evil your body doesn't normally do that unless of course you have a physical reaction right maybe you're a drug addict and you're going you know off the Drugs and you're going through withdrawals and all of that. That, I get. That's a a bodily, physical reaction with the chemical dependency. But when you have those urges, they kind of swirl through your mind, through your body. And that is what I'm talking about. That is not normal. It's not a craving. Something's pulling you, poking at you, making your body react in that way by putting a memory in your head or a vision, which then triggers other things, right? Emotions and feelings and that might be, again, attached to bodily. Th- I don't know. So it's all kind of tied in, but know that when you have that overwhelming crap happen to you, it is not normal. So call on Jesus, cast out those spirits, deliver them, and then fill yourself with the spirit of God, the opposite virtue that you're battling. Always peace. Always peace. Self-control and purity, those are always beautiful too. Joy, (laughs) love, compassion, kindness, generosity, blah, 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 All righty, everyone. Go get them today. Be love. Be light. Choose to work on yourself. Choose to live your life, only your life. There is a freedom in that. There's such a freedom in just letting go, letting your kids live their lives letting go of that, that control, that judgment, because we can't control other people. The sooner we realize that and actually put it into practical practices in our lives, the better we're going to be. The more enjoyable we're going to be around because we're not going to be talking about anybody else. We're not going to be judging those in our lives, friends, family, kids, right? Oh, you shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. Uh, who wants to come back and hang around with that? Instead, you're just loving them where they are, speaking truth when it needs to be told, but no judgment giving it to God, letting go of that control, humbling yourself. I gotta say, it's good to be back on a phone, walking. I walk around when I, when I do this podcast. It's funny, one of uh, my followers who has become a friend had asked, you know, what kind of equipment do you use for that? And I was like, nothing, just my phone. And then when I read, Like scripture, I go, you know, to my phone, to my email, and I go on it, and I'm talking just as if I'm talking to someone on speaker, and she was pretty surprised, but it is nice to be able to walk and move instead of just having to sit in front of the computer, so I'm having fun with that, but I'm probably also out of breath (laughs) because I'm so out of shape. Yes, I'm still battling with exercise, So I've got to get back on that horse. No time like the present, right? This girl's got her own battles. Trust me, we're in this one together. All right, kiddos, I must run. I love you all. Have a blessed and inspired day.